folks. Grab a seat and pour your drink neat as Whiskers and Whiskies presents OTA's Hard Knocks Episode 4. What's up, boys? How we doing? I think one of us is doing better than the other. What's oh. going on? What? Well, oh, what? Are well, you doing at the better? Beach and oh, one's yeah, in true. the basement. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i, I this is I, I feel like i've always been giving you guys some some you know bad mood bad vibes but guys i have a fixed fridge i have an hvac unit that works let's go and, and then you i'm leave. at the beach yeah i know <laughs> yeah, and, yeah that's the thing and i'm gone let's get it fixed you get, get the, fuck you out. Get the fridge <laughs> fixed you get the hvac fixed and then you get the hell out of dodge yeah so uh much much better uh this week than in uh recent weeks Awesome, man. Congrats. That's fantastic. Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, enjoying this awesome college football slate right now. Just so you guys know, uh, we're going to really try and focus, but we got a backyard brawl going on right now. So we do. Uh, and we got we got some great games tonight, tomorrow, Saturday. It's just football's back. I'm so excited. Is, is the old man watching the game there at the beach? Of course we got it on. Awesome. Awesome. That's fantastic. You know, I wasn't, I was telling, uh, I was telling Kara, I wasn't really in the mood for a beer. Uh, so I'm, I'm just drinking water right now, but like, now that we're talking about, I'm like, oh man, I kind of want a beer. Like it, uh, I'm thinking it's about Friday Eve. So I got yeah, a couple of, Eve. I got a couple of trogues down the basement, uh, Noble giants Ooh. or not in the basement, just in the fridge downstairs. But yeah, Noble yeah. giants, I got, a. Nimble Giants, uh, Oktoberfest, and then they had this. So I was at the brewery, and they like people were walking around with this like magnificent looking drink. Like I thought it was a saison because they had a saison on tap. It just looked kind of like it, but it was actually their uh, like raspberry something seltzer or something. I don't hmm. know. Uh, Where was this? Trogues. Oh, you were there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I asked, I asked the part time, like, what is that thing that everyone's drinking in the fancy glass and looks delicious. And like, is that the Saison? She's like, no, no, no. So uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I, I had a, I had a sample of it. I didn't have a full one, but it was enough for me to go get a six pack. So Uh, yeah. You do. What are you drinking? Um, I, I don't have anything at this moment, but I have a mojito that I believe is being made for me right now and will hopefully be arriving shortly. (laughs) <laughs> nice there you go well the only one that stuck to tradition to uh come through for everyone is me i got a little knob <laughs> creek oh, I think we talked go. about this a little bit before this is their smoke smoked maple mm. bourbon yeah very very tasty nothing it's nothing crazy but it's it's nice uh nice little treat during the during the week that you can have yeah awesome. i have a bottle of that sitting on top of my bar mm-hmm yeah, very good. It's uh, it's it's like I said, it's just nothing flashy. It's not super expensive, but it's just enjoyable. I'm gonna have to try that next time I'm at, I'm at one of your uh, homesteads. Yeah. Um. All right, guys. So why don't we get into hard knocks? Uh. So I guess one question I have, and I feel like, and maybe just be Detroit, and maybe not nationally how people are feeling, but, um, a lot of people are starting to feel a little bit of fatigue. Hard knocks fatigue. Are you guys feeling that when you're watching this? Uh, not so much fatigue, but like, it's not, um, 
like this episode and the last one for me, like wasn't as enjoyable as the first two, you know, like I think the first one especially was like a great intro. Like, I mean, Dan Campbell and the coaches are all such characters, you know, and like the the novelty of getting to know these guys was awesome. But like, I think it also depends on like what stories they try to focus on. And, you know, I, I mean, some of the stories are cool, but like, I really, don't care about pimping juggling. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, that was rough. Yeah, easy ease, just kind of a schmuck. Uh, yeah. I do like Craig. I like Craig Reynolds. Like, he has an interesting story. Craig. Um, Craig. And then, like, obviously, Jamal Williams is like a, you know, he's a he's a character, dude. But uh, it's almost but, like yeah. they didn't pick, like, a direction to go for that episode. They just kind of, like, glanced over everybody a little bit, yeah. like Craig and even the juggling was kind of overdone. It's like they brought in, I don't know if the team brought this juggler in or if the if HBO did, like didn't really I make any sense. I think he went to like get a lesson there. Like, yeah, I think, I like, think, that's think he did on his own. Uh, I think this was probably HBO's Pushed doing. for it. Yeah, because oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. like Anna was watching with me and she looked up. She's like, why do, why, what are they doing? Why are we watching this? Why do we care? And I was like, that's a good point. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think, and again, I haven't watched any other uh, Hard Knocks season all the way through. I've got to imagine when you get to this point, like obviously the last episode will be about the player cuts um, yeah. and that'll give people the drama, which sucks because he's, you know, this is livelihood. Yeah, you watch people, someone but, get their yeah. heart ripped out like on live TV. So. The right. timing isn't great either because you can, like, as we're watching, you already know who's getting who got cut yeah, like when you watch yeah. this episode you, you, you know yeah and and it's not ruining anything like people know like blau got cut like at the end yeah. he's pissed and he got kind of kind of hurt and it's just i don't know it just i thought it was kind of a letdown too like not much happened and then it was all dramatic leading up to the cuts um just not it was yeah just kind of boring to be honest yeah yeah, yeah. I, I will say i think from an entertainment standpoint Again, like, I don't know if it's just like the concept of this show in general, just kind of, you know, only allows for so much. Um, I will say like the football nerd in me, there were some pretty cool things that I liked to see. And and obviously I'll point them out as we go through it. But I think overall, and probably like, if this wasn't my team, I would be like, probably done with it, to be honest with you. Well, yeah i think as you mentioned that like the first thing that we really saw that like from a football nerd perspective that i like too is just the whole decision making process and how they're like agonizing over this like i think that's that's basically what like they made a movie about that with moneyball essentially Mm -hmm. yeah you know um uh, but yeah i mean that was the part that was really cool to me like hearing everything that kind of goes into the process there i liked uh you know, Campbell, he's like rating some guy. And he said, I got three, what the fucks and two bullshits in the first <laughs> drive alone. And like, yeah. I'm like, what, what goes into your decision-making process on the call play a what the fuck versus a bullshit, you know? Yeah. We're going to need a diagram for that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought that that really just drew my attention from the get go is like every episode to this point had started with a Campbell team meeting that was mm-hmm. like inspirational. And this just cuts right to the nitty gritty and the decision making. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I thought that was very interesting um, and, and cool insight into how they literally go each position coach. And, but it's not just that it's okay. What do you give me position? It's an open room. Yeah. Open yeah. Right. Like coordinators, uh, mm-hmm. other evaluators, like what, what, or what even do you like, think? like, yeah, different, different room coaches, like the O-line coach mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. about a receiver or a 
a D back. Like mm-hmm. it, it's interesting to see because it, and it's good because they're getting that outside perspective too. It's not just Aaron Glenn or it's not just right. I'll be pleasant saying, oh, this guy's not cutting it. Like it, it's good to see that. But also the I thought the human element was was on display here for yeah. like Campbell. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. like that with all the other teams. Like I can't see yeah. Belichick really caring about these <laughs> players. Maybe, maybe he does. I don't know. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I there's, 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 a, and... there's a business aspect to it. Like, I mean, even Hank Fraley said, I think you have to be that way with the guys. Like Hank Fraley said later in the episode, like some of you guys just, you know, you're not going to do this for a living. Like your sure. living's yeah. not football. And that's it's just reality. That, that's, like, I mean, that's all you have to you say. You could tell I me mean, that same outcome. I'm not going to be playing, right. but these guys are a little bit closer, I guess. Right. Yeah, and you, you can tell. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. I, I was just gonna say, do you guys know where Hank Fraley went to college? No. Mm-mm. The Duquesne Dukes. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. They made it from D two, right? They're not even D one or or yes, like no D one. Oh, they're just D one. Yeah, I mean that's pretty impressive for him to even make it pro, let alone have a pretty decent career in. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but that was a little interesting. Uh, one thing that also caught my eye at just the beginning here is the quote that was encouraged the artistry of evaluation. And I don't know if that's just because like, you know, my, my real life job is like analysis and that's what, you know, we went to school, uh, Joe and I, but just like the, the idea of like the artistry of evaluation, how it's not, it, it's very much subjective at times and i don't know i kind of i kind of thought that was an interesting take and just shows you like how much they love what they do right because mm-hmm. to, to think of it that way and, and and how they really think about each individual player beyond just you know the basics that a you fan would see right yeah. yeah just how how big these guys are like football like every team yeah. right not just these guys look, in particular, look at that just, sunset behind you I know. I was well, going to go outside, but I thought there'd be too, a little bit too much noise. Oh, we get the ocean breeze. It'd be lovely. So I got another quote to kind of tack onto that. Yeah. Mine is, uh, it's, a, it's a little more artistic. It's fucking buckle up by Ben Johnson. <laughs> yes. We finally heard from this guy and yeah. that's what he has. I love it. What a way to join the, the series. The, the show. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the show, man. No, I, I, I agree. I mean, I um, like to kind of expand on both your points. Like, uh, you know, I'm like, obviously the industry I work in is like very data driven. It's all about like letting the data decide. Right. But there's to your guys's point too. And and Campbell talks about this later in the episode, right before Pittsburgh. Uh, So I don't want to jump ahead too much, but I think it, it is very relevant to this. He's like, there's two types of guys here that are like on the fringe. They're the guys that like, you know, you do everything right. You know, you show up and you do everything right consistently. And then there's guys with talent, but can we trust you? And it's like, that's what the artistry is. It's like, am I, you know, like, who do I ultimately want to go for with a guy that like, Hey, we know we're getting out of this person, but like, they really do everything right. They bring everything together versus you got all the talent. Everything shows up on film, on the Might have the size. Yeah. Can we trust you? you know? and, I, and I, I, I thought for sure he has to be talking about Tom Kennedy, right? Like with yeah. he does everything that we ask. He had mm-hmm. two touchdowns last game. Yeah. He's a little undersized. He just doesn't have that, that it factor or even like the, the body probably is more, mm-hmm. uh, more appropriate, but he's doing, he's done everything he can. Like he hasn't, this poor guy has not done anything wrong. 
it's and it's not his fault, but it's just not really doesn't seem like it's in the cards. I mean, he he did play a little bit last year, but if they are better as they should be this year, then it doesn't look like he's going to make be get see in the field at all. And honestly, I kind of saw that like evaluation style or that like thought process. I feel like that translates into anything. Like even in Mm -hmm. my job, I feel like there's definitely people um, that are just born naturally smart or just, you know what I mean? That are just very Mm -hmm. clever. And then the other people that just have to work their asses off Mm -hmm. to get somewhere. And I thought that was just like a probably rings true. uh, You put them them both together and you got Kobe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really that's, talk about the guy who does everything right Mm -hmm. and like yeah i mean absolutely just the process that he goes through or went through went through yeah but yeah um no that's a that's a great reference show that's probably nails it as far as the guy who does does everything so yeah yeah. um yeah so i mean that kind of took us so the intro kind of gave some shed some light and started that process of of player evaluation and cutting and um, and obviously that's going to, you know, segue into the final episode, but so after that kind of intro, it, it went into the player run practice. And so like uh, Joe and I were probably more aware of this because again, we follow yeah. the team. Yeah. Um, I try and, to try not to see it on Twitter, Instagram, but no, I heard about it too. Yeah. There's no yeah. way. And honestly, I thought that was, I thought that's a good idea. I think it's mm-hmm. one, I, I know he kind of uh, coined it as like trying to find leaders and, and just getting these players to really own the team, right? Like ultimately this is all about them. Like the best teams in the league don't necessarily need the coaches at well, times. Right. Like, think about it. It's, it's their job. So if you compare right, yeah. that to your job, is your boss sitting with you telling you what to do all day, every day? No, right. No, right. that's their job. It's their craft. They've been doing it their whole life, except for easy easy <laughs> right it's i mean you don't you shouldn't they should not need that um no. i think it's it's definitely a luxury to have that as they do all teams do mm-hmm. every day usually but yeah yeah they shouldn't need that it's it's just uh it kind of shows and i think it's a good way to evaluate them without yeah, having the coaches to see kind of who's yeah who's self-motivated who's doing the right things who's helping to teach who knows the game or knows mm-hmm. the drills knows the game practices mm-hmm. everything on their own who can Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thought it was interesting yeah and i and i think it's just also um a good way to break up training camp right like yeah uh, it's just from like the it's such a drag and i think that's why they really like joint practices because you get to hit other players yeah. and it's just different i feel like this is another way to keep them engaged um and not have them just kind of run through you know um, quiet quit is now mm-hmm. the, 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 the sexy term. I can't believe I'm bringing that into the podcast. It's been such a topic of conversation in my office, but you don't oh, want really? people just kind of, Oh yeah, because it's such a sexy term, even though people have been mailing it in for decades. Yeah, right. That, right. That's true. Yeah. I saw it on online a couple of weeks ago. It's probably pretty old, but this person was quitting their job and they got them a like condolence card sorry for your loss. And it's like, <laughs> it's me. I'm quitting. Sorry, right. but I'm out. And then they just left. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a, a basically, that. <laughs> yeah. It's just a, a way for like Gen Z to have a term for why they need to do the bare minimum so they can do other jobs and stuff. Man, I, don't know. I think it's everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the, the things that kind of, uh, stood out to me at the player run practice, uh, was one golf finally made his appearance yeah. and who fucking needs coaches. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Another quote. Yeah. He had a Ben Johnson. In the, uh, yeah. Drinking coffee in, up in the <laughs> air conditioned and then, offices. And then, sorry for swearing. Yeah. I mean, he's, have he's you met your coach? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry for swearing. Yeah. Yeah. The I, other I, one that I thought was a, a good intro was Dorsey. Like, you, we didn't see, I kind of forget that he's around, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, I totally forgot he was. Yeah. I, I mean, think I, I realized that he was, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and guys like that, even Spielman, who also hasn't really, I haven't no. seen him at all. Have you? Oh, I don't think I have you either. kind of forget that they're there until ESPN talks about it at some point or they tweet something. And I, I yeah, Dorsey, like you don't really know how much say they have not, not say, but like how much, how much involvement they have. Yeah. Um, obviously they have a, a great amount of sway, but you just don't really see it. So you just have no idea to be honest, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's kind of cool to see that too. And I, I will, I will say this, it was cool to see Tracy Walker. He was the one that, um, I was acting like and making fun of Aaron Glenn and put like the, no, I think um, he said Campbell didn't in his pants. Oh, was it Campbell? Okay. I thought I, it was I, Campbell. I was Maybe I just assumed. Maybe you just said coach. And a little fun fact about Tracy Walker that Lions fans probably know, but most people don't is he was actually cousins mm-hmm. with Ahmad Arbery. Um, very close with him. Oh, so, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so that really, really obviously yeah. hit home um, mm-hmm. for him and, and was a tough for him at times. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a little good to see. I mean, he's been one of our best safeties and I think yeah. he might have made came back on his own um, one of the years of his career. But yeah, very, very yeah. solid and finally got an intro to him. Then we have AG just tearing his yeah. defense <laughs> a new one. Yes, <laughs> that golf was tearing them up in that practice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, uh, I mean, I love AG. Like I said, that I think that's why I like the first episode best because he's such a character, man. And yeah, I mean, that was, uh, that was interesting to see. It was funny too. When uh, Ben Johnson's like, he won't talk to me. Like, you know, I walk past <laughs> his office and he just is not talking to me. Like he takes this personally. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and amidst his rant, he also just had like, it was a very cool teaching moment where he was showing how the, the motion, uh, the offense was running and how and he was all like, what shifted. have I told you yeah. is they're trying to do. And then they were like, they're trying to get us to slide and what happened. And it was just like, perfect because yeah, yeah. As, amidst him being super pissed, you just got a little sliver into the teaching. That's kind um, of alarming yeah. though. I thought I'm like, these guys are professionals. Like they should not be shifting <laughs> like that. Teachable like, moments. I, I mean, That's I, what I don't play, but yeah. I feel like it's just because it's a difference at that level. People are so fast that the yeah, difference you between gotta get a head start or right. Kinda... Yeah. That split second of, of cheating a little bit or trying to get that advantage is the difference sometimes mm-hmm. between a first down, a touchdown, whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought that was great. I thought MCDC had his, uh, Craig joke kept, kept calling out Craig Reynolds. Dude, Craig, his dad. I, I, I want to talk about Craig. Yeah. That, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, him saying he saw his uh, his dad coming from a mile away. Like, this is like Craig is the guy that you like root for on hard knocks. Like, like yeah. every season has a guy like that, and like he's definitely that guy. And when Deuce, when they're talking about, you know, they kind of cut back and forth between uh, practice and more conversation about cuts. And Deuce, you know, like yeah. went to bat for him. He's like, he's everything we represent as yeah. an organization. And then Hank jumped in and said, <laughs> if you get rid of Craig, you might have linemen come knock on your door yeah. talk. Like that says a that, lot about somebody. Yes. Like that's the type of camaraderie that like 
you like to see like and there is like because I played you know on the offensive line like you know and, and like you there's just running backs that like you really want to do well and that you trust and like you want to bust your ass and like make it right for them so like I definitely feel that big time like you know that that's that's something very real like you you want to like make sure that you're hitting the holes and making your blocks because you know that if you do this dude's just gonna crush it like whenever I was a senior we had a freshman running back it was a stud man and we just like wanted to do everything or he was a sophomore but yeah we just wanted to do everything we could to like you know make make it good for him so I definitely felt that a lot like that was Actually, that was like one of those memories that like I forgot. And then like Hank saying that kind of like fired a couple neurons together. I'm like, oh man, I totally forgot about that guy. Yeah, yeah. And and spoiler alert for people, uh, Reynolds did make the team and he's, Again. he's solidly yeah. our third string uh, back. So he, I loved seeing is. him in there. Like even yeah. in Pittsburgh, like against the, the first string, he, I think they were still in. He was, he was getting some yardage in there. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I mean, again, like, jump ahead a little bit like one of the last things we see in the episode was you know his dad coming up to him like because craig gives the towel to the kid mm -hmm, the kid's yeah. dad's like oh you know this is birthday may his day and you know craig's dad comes up to him afterwards he's like he's like that's what i love actually i wrote it down because i, I thought it was really proud cool. of him like, or something it was his birthday that's what i'm proud about beyond mm -hmm. football you know like so yeah like that's what and that was like that you know touched me a lot because it's like you know that's um yeah just really nice to to hear you know that, that's like, got to be tough as a as a father too like seeing seeing craig succeed and, and going to watch his games i'm sure you're happy for him but then in the back of your mind you're always also considering that you have a son that's incarcerated too yeah you know, oh, kind of yeah. hard to yeah you know that's got to be difficult oh yeah i, I mean i can't imagine it's and just i don't like know about his other siblings or anything but i mean that takes a new level to like what he said too mm -hmm. is like you know like that's why I'm, you, you know, you being that type of person, you know, sure. and you know, so. Um, and then this kind of led us into the comic relief of the episode. And again, it's kind of a shame. I saw this clip um, prior. <laughs> oh, I to, didn't see it. Yeah, oh, I, I know you're talking about. I didn't. Yeah. Either. So they're, they're, uh, you know, watching the, the running backs kind of playing back uh, their practice and uh, you know, doing some resistance band work stretching. <laughs> And stretching and one of the bands snaps back and hits the player Who was and, that uh i couldn't tell it was swift i think that was running yeah yeah because reynolds was next who, to him yeah 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 reynolds was dying it, laughing it and i wasn't i thought jamal was it i don't think so no it must have been justin jackson or jermar jefferson one yeah. of one of those uh those guys uh, but I thought it was really quick of, of Campbell on his feet and thinking because he obviously started it serious. And then he starts talking about adversity yeah. and, and, and how teammates react to others. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you can tell, he's like, you can tell stuff about a guy, not just by what they do, yeah. but the way they react to adversity. And, you know, it's like, it's just, you know, seeing how adversity, how they react, you know, and it was, it was pretty hilarious. Yeah, that, yeah, that must have hurt, hurt like, so bad. Oh yeah, oh. and and, and I had that happen once, and it wasn't a big one; it was a small one. So that was a that was a thick band too that hit. Yeah, yeah. and I loved it. It was Reynolds that was just sitting there dying. No, yeah. at first I don't think he knew him. what to do. He just like yeah. paused, and then he like started to laugh and like realized it was okay. 
Oh yeah, I mean that that's that's all you can do in that situation. Just just have a good chuckle. Yeah. Um then then we had I, I wrote it down. I can't remember what the joke was though that uh then it goes to the offensive of lineman room and uh, and easy's making jokes that Oh, Ragnow... it's it's uh what yeah, what you do when you get attacked by a group of clowns. You go for the juggler. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone gets it beside our starting center, all pro center. <laughs> Frank. Just, like, yeah. Frank. Frank had no idea what the joke was about. Decker had to had to help him out there. Um, but I thought that was, you know, that kind of segues into the food truck, which was cool because clearly yeah. that was yeah. like a treat when it's food truck day and and they're talking oxtail. about oxtail. Got yeah, McNeil's yeah, <laughs> didn't know what the hell that was and then was pretty uh iffy about it asking if it was meat <laughs> um oxtail's delicious i've actually never had it. i've had i've plenty of jamaican food but i i haven't taken the uh it's good man leap. you gotta try it yeah i know i we uh we had a food truck come to our um farmer's markets in our neighborhood that has some really good jamaican food i got some good jerk chicken the last time they came but i'm always tempted to get the oxtail but uh, next time you gotta i know i have i haven't <clears> taken the leap yet it's delicious, dude. Um, and then that goes right into Ben Johnson. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, like we oh, mentioned. Sorry, I stole your thunder. No, you're fine. And, <clears throat> and his intro. And it kind of was one of those moments where I was like, it didn't feel disingenuous. No. And then I'm thinking, like, why aren't we seeing more of him then? If this is what this guy is like, where he was like, fucking buckle up. Like, I, I want more of this. He seemed like- pretty fired up. It could be like you said, where it's like they highlight this guy previously on, on seasons, yeah. right? So might as well give him someone new. But like, you know, it's a whole, I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of characters on the coaching staff, though. So they yeah. have no shortage of people to highlight. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I just, I, I love the intensity that he brought because, and and maybe it's, it, it could just be AG and, and Deuce bringing it out in other people. Um, but you can definitely tell, like, especially if you're on that staff, like there's no room for you to be you know, uh, a beta, you like, you gotta, you gotta yeah. really keep up with those guys at he's least to also, a certain point. Yeah. And just kind of to that point, he's trying to establish himself, whether it's with the other coaching staff or with the players too, because he's a young yeah. guy, first yeah. year coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I think that also showed kind of the respect that they're giving him when, yeah. who was it? Uh, Amanra? Was it caught, yeah. a, caught something and called him a genius and like yep. just yeah, kept telling yeah, and kept complimenting. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of cool to see too. They, they respect him. And that it seems like he knows what he's doing. So, yeah, that whole last practice was like, I mean, that's just a bloodbath. Like, yeah, I, I did think it was funny. Uh, I mean, because obviously AG was fired up. Yeah, and they want to make right. And, you know, obviously, uh, you know, you want to, you, you know, Hutch is the guy to like send a message right and that yep. one uh play was like oh i feel pass i feel pass and then he goes <laughs> I think that was early on too. so demoralizing you know like uh with the guy's like yeah oh i'm gonna get this one and then he goes out and gets the sack yeah it was pretty funny you guys um, got a player in him yeah i i, I think yeah I, I think he's already kind of shown i mean you you knew that he was going to have a very uh high floor and you knew you were getting um, a worker, just a guy that's relentless, but this is starting to show one that he d- does have talent and it's looking mm-hmm. like it's going to translate. And two, like he, he has a, I mean, again, uh, like obviously I'm a Spartans fan, so it's not like I followed him 
like Joe would, but he also seems to be a pretty funny dude. And, you know, yeah, he's like, it seemed to like him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then that segues us. So we had talked about, uh, it kind of cut back to, um, addressing the players about the cuts and just being brutally honest. And mm-hmm. you can just mm-hmm. tell that this next episode is going to be really tough for him to have to have yeah. those conversations, but he does come from a very respectful way, uh, a place. Obviously he understands um, all of them do. And, and sure. so I, I think these players will probably react pretty well about as well as you can to, to cuts just because I think of the respect that he's earned and also mm-hmm. given back to them. So yeah. it's not a positive um, thing for any, any, anybody involved really. So no. it's not really a, no way around it. So, and, and Campbell kind of touched on that too. He said it's the worst part of the job. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm interested to see how they do it. Like I, I would assume that they're probably going to give wise and they don't have to, right. They probably just no. say like, sorry, you know, you're not making the team, but I'm curious to see if it's, you know, I would assume they'll probably give some wise. Like, they, hey, you know, I think you just maybe a little bit further behind this person or, you know, I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting so I've, to see. I've also kind of been there a couple of times and it's pretty shitty if they don't, I, I, it would be very hard, very far fetched for me to, to believe that Campbell wouldn't, or even the other coaches, they all seem like stand up guys, but it, they kind of owe that to them. Like, Tell them, like, look at, uh, like, Pimpleton, big pimp. Yeah. You got to tell him why he didn't even make the practice squad. So I think yeah. you got to tell him, like, what to work on. Because if he wants yeah. to go to another team and try out for them, like he is with the Giants now, it, it just kind of, it's a respect thing. I think they're, I don't yeah. think Campbell's going to allow that to happen that, where they wouldn't kind of give some feedback and, and try and help That's these guys. Point. Cause they're kind of, I, I think he mentioned it. They're like a family at that point. He wished he could keep them all. So, and being there myself, like I've been cut from a team, like you gotta, you, you, you take that feedback and that's what you work on. Like as shitty as it is, like you take that, yeah. you work on it and kind of go from there. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's, I think it's very important for the guys that don't end up making it. Yeah. Cause I mean, they still, if, you, if they want the future in the league, right? Like that's a, sure. that's a good point too. So yeah, it will be or even practice squad handle that too. Yeah. Well, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sure. Plus, you never know who's going to come back around, too. You know. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, like Tom Kennedy last year with the Lions, he he was kind of he was a practice player, and then he ended up breaking into the lineup with injuries and kind of losing season, and he ended up getting some PT. Oh, and there Uh-oh. is EJ. EJ's we gone lost now. Him. Well, he had to go for a night swim. Yeah, <laughs> he he had to get his mojito and go for a night swim. So, I we'll we'll just we'll trudge on without him. Uh, yeah. I, what's next game in Pittsburgh. Right. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. I, I watched the game. That was the, I obviously didn't watch the other lines <laughs> games, but I did watch this one. I didn't get to see the whole thing, uh, but I caught a good chunk of it. Did you, were you able to watch it? Joe? Yeah, I saw most of it. I was kind of with, uh, with the, the baby, I was kind of in and out of watching what I could, but it wasn't, I wasn't super positive, but at the same time, you know, you're, you know what you're getting with the backups and kind of getting all yeah. those guys playing time. I was surprised that the Steelers played their, their first stringers so much oh my god i mean it gave me a heart attack when dj goes out with the well uh deontay johnson goes out with the shoulder oh i did not see that part it was shoulder right yeah so dj went down with his shoulder and then tj you know Mm -hmm. with the cut took a block to hawkins or to uh from hawkinson 
it's is what is i mean that block is it's the play right so yeah i mean what is he like it's 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 not right but at the same time i think in what hawkinson was probably saying they're like what do you want me to do there i have to i gotta do my job you're doing your job like what am i supposed to do stop you yeah it is what so unfortunately yeah and i think he's all right right oh yeah i mean he's he's walking around fine no ice or anything like that uh at the same time like he shouldn't he shouldn't have been anywhere near the field yeah, but at the same time, you got to get those guys. I like it's all different for different coaches. Like, I understand wanting to get them game reps in so that they're ready to go for the season. But yeah, I mean, it's like, why risk the injury? Right. So, yeah. When the biggest thing with preseason is just come out unscathed. Right. So, and sure. I mean, we, we didn't have that because, you know, um, Kazee broke his wrist and, you know, now he's out for, think like four to six weeks or something Oof. like that so yeah so i mean it happens but like speaking of getting hurt man like wow oh my yeah. gosh yeah he, he took just, some knocks oh he was getting murdered at the yeah. end they're like easy just like easy had a couple of like just I, letting this the defender pull right by him and destroy yeah. wow. i was surprised when he made the practice squad to be honest he, he was getting blown by they kind of mm-hmm. highlighted him in the show during practice, even he, he was just missing assignments. I don't know. He's I don't a big, know. Big boy, though. He is. And I don't know how much of it is just like he still is like learning things about football. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe they think that like they can kind of develop him. Uh, so that could be it. Um, Isn't that crazy, though, know, for the man. NFL? You're like you're still learning the game while you're playing in the NFL. Oh yeah. Well, but a lot of those, what you hear in the draft process all the time, like, Oh, you know, need to mold these guys. Right. And like, you know, make them, uh, you know, like so, some of the guys are a work in progress, right? Like that, yeah. that's why you draft some guys, especially in the later rounds. So, I mean, maybe they see something with him that they think that they can develop him into a better player. So, yeah, I think that's probably the case. And then, um, <clears throat> I will say, um, the one play that I saw live, I think it was like the first or second drive that I saw live when pimp dropped that touchdown pass. I was like, he's, he's done. He's good. Yeah, that's it. Like that's yeah. And that's it. You like, can't do so, that. No, no, you cannot. Especially when he was struggling with it, like, you know, all throughout preseason, like, mm-hmm. cause that would change the whole game. You know, if he would have caught that touchdown, then, you know, you guys are like probably, you know, like, you know, winning that game. Do you think if he caught that, I'm not saying he's going to make the team. Do you think he's a practice squad guy if he caught that? You think it wouldn't that's have hurt the, his lines. I'll tell you that, man. I sure. you, you you catch a touchdown in yeah. that game. It, and it was close, a yeah, it was yeah. A, it was kind of time was ticking there. Yeah, yeah, would have been key. So yeah, do you have anything that, else for the game? Uh, you know, I thought uh, I thought Craig ran pretty well. Like yeah. with his performance, I I thought he was going to make the make the squad. Uh, and I just thought Chase Lucas, like keeping that ball that probably helped him, uh, helped his case when it came sure. to cuts too. like that was, uh, that ball made him a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, it sure did. But, uh, yeah, I think that's everything I have for the game. You have anything else? I don't have anything for the game, but I'd like to take 30 seconds. I've got a rant of the week. Go for it, pal. EJ doesn't even know we're doing this segment. I just made it up, but <laughs> my rant of the week is Jared Goff. This narrative, this narrative that they are creating in hard knocks, that he is on fire, that he's hitting 16 of 18, that he's making the defense frustrated. Aaron Glenn hates him. Mm -hmm. I don't know about it. I don't like it. 
I don't know if it's just for the show. I hope it's just for the show because I'm team Bryce Young. I don't want him to do well. <laughs> I want him out. <laughs> Look, this rant of the week is brought to you by Hard Knocks, apparently. <laughs> I think he's, I, th- I, I don't know if they're just trying to make that narrative because he hasn't been in it mm-hmm. or if he actually mm-hmm. just playing well, but I really hope it's not the case because, I mean, he's up for a contract. So if he doesn't do well. Well, but the thing is, though, like like you said, he is up for a contract. And yeah. like, you know, I, I don't know what he would get, but getting Bryce Young on a rookie contract is like, yeah. but again, like how this, I, I don't know how bad, how poorly you want to play. <laughs> like what's more important to you? getting Bryce young, like damn what happens with this season. Let's get Bryce younger. Like, you know, have a, a decent seat. Cause this, it, this is a very, very deep quarterback class coming out here. So I think, yeah, I think that's also, yeah, you're right. That's something to consider. I don't know if it's Bryce young or bust, but you're right. I think for me personally, I don't know. I, I won't speak for EJ, but I would rather lose every game and get a quarterback of the future. Wow. I think, I think I'm tired. Uh, yeah. I mean, my whole life they've just been between the line of shitty and mediocrity and i'm just ready for them to take the next step i think they're putting like the the pieces in place whether it's hutchinson and Mm -hmm. and even even aaron glenn and Mm -hmm. mcdc or yeah well yeah well and and like you know i i think that mechie's gonna play really well there and stuff like that too so jameson williams or sorry james yeah right 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 yeah so interchangeable yeah. They were, they used to be, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, right. I, I think, yeah, I think we're getting all the pieces in place. And honestly, I would, I would give up another season of just two and 15, just to get that, that last final piece. I think it's what we need. Like, I don't think Jared Goff is not the guy. Honestly, I was talking to someone the other day. I think he's the ideal backup. Yeah. <laughs> as yeah. much as people don't want to say, it, I think he's the ideal backup. Like he's good enough. He can come in and win three, four games if you need him to. Yeah, but he's not a starter. That's going to, I think his Super Bowl, he had a great team around him. We don't have that. We're not, we're not that we're not even close to that yet. I think we're getting, yeah, we need the young guy. We need a a small contract to start. We need someone who's mobile, Mm -hmm. someone who's got an arm. And I don't know. I just hope I honestly, that's the first thing I thought of when I heard Campbell complimenting him like crazy. I was just like, please don't work out. Cause I know (laughs) Campbell's high on him. I I think. Um, and I know, um, Holmes, our our uh, our our GM is is high on him because he drafted him in LA, so yeah, he brought him over. So it's kind of like he's kind of tied to him, but at the same time, like that's tough. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, if if you know Bryce Young's sitting there, like you got to mm-hmm. take him. I yeah. think you still do, even if he does have a good year, because then, like, I, I mean, he could have a decent year, and then you still draft sure. a quarterback, and then you yeah. can, you know, uh, let you know that guy he, there's no pressure for him to start right away. Right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, for, for sure. If you want to play golf another year and you have the guy behind him, which I hope yeah. is Bryce young, that's fine too. But the other thing is like, I don't know. It's just, they're tied to him. So yeah. now is the yeah. time to cut the cord. That's if that's point. what's going to happen. So yeah. Do you want to kind of die on that Hill with Jared Goff? What if it, let me ask you this. What if your two and 15 season leads to uh, uh, Dan Campbell getting fired? And Holmes, Brett Holmes? Yeah. 
I don't know. That's that'll, that'll be interesting too. I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think he's already seen, he's viewed so positively that I don't think that would happen. I think it's more of like, Hey, he had a year to rebuild another year to rebuild, which I, I don't know. That's kind of tricky, but I don't see that happening, but if it did, that's, that's a whole different ball game, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. Well, the ran of the week, man. I yeah. Ran of the week's over. So <laughs> sorry, right. EJ. Anything else, pal? That's all I got. All right. That's it. Uh, so stay tuned for hard knocks next week. It'll just be you and me. So this was good practice. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll have tales of the trophy, uh, season two, episode two out on Wednesday. And then folks just have a great labor day weekend. Enjoy the hell out of us. Uh, send us your bets. Send us your bets. Yes. For Saturday. Thank reminder. You, Doyle. Looking forward to kicking your butt and then, uh, follow us on Instagram at whiskers.whiskies and that's it. Right. That's it. All right. As EJ says, too much of anything. <laughs> uh, too much of uh, whatever. You're not even drinking. Yeah, I'll just give. I'll just give. I'll just give my line. Cheers, boys. Yeah.